1: I wash my hands of this weirdness.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another brand new episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Tuesday, March 2nd. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co host, Mr. Tony Sanflippo, Florida man himself. Tony. You just got back from a nice Florida vacation. How you feeling?
2: Yeah, feeling good, man. Refreshed and I uh, pulled my own Florida man. Uh, yesterday, I'll share with the audience because it's goofy enough. I shared <laughs> it with my friends enough. Uh, so I was supposed to be back early afternoon yesterday. And uh, you, ever, you ever miss your flight and you're right next to your gate?
0: You know, I have. Um, I wasn't paying attention. They actually changed the gate to the one over and sure enough, missed it
2: so good I'm glad I'm not the only one they Southwest made me feel really good after they made me feel really stupid right. but uh yeah I stood uh, I was right next to my gate gate 105 at the Orlando airport stood there didn't even have my headphones in for most of it like I watched them line up the gates and they had the people lying I was like c39 and I was one of the last to board so I just kind of was like yeah Okay, we're getting up, we're getting ready. I'll just watch the signs, you know, the now boarding group A, group B. I never listened, so I'm just like, I'll just watch the signs. And I was like, Well, that's a long line for group A because everyone just kind of crowded around the main gate. I was like, "Ah, I'm going to go pee real quick. I'll come back, I'll watch the signs. (laughs) I went pee, stood there, right in front of the gate, stretching, kind of walking in place. And then I see all these people standing around. Finally, I asked the ticket agent, you gonna, you gonna board like the next group or are we still on A? And she goes, we've been calling you, like, you, we gave your spot <laughs> away, and I said, uh, I've been right here the whole time, and she goes, yeah, I've seen you stand there, but I'm sorry, you weren't listening, you have to go talk to the ticket agent. Ah, so long story short, I go to the ticket agent, they're pissed because they gave my spot away to a standby passenger, and then the lady's scolding me about uh, paying attention, and I said, look, I'll admit, my fault. I had these headphones in. They weren't very loud, but nonetheless, I didn't hear them call my name. Not like you can hear anything over the...
1: Mmm. <laughs>
2: but, yeah, so long story short, because I know we got to get to our hypothetical questions. But, yeah, I missed my flight. <laughs> and it was a long travel night. I got in at 9. We got up early, tested this uh, our new software to try to uh, put out the show, and uh, here we are, man. But a great trip, though. Fantastic trip. Just kind of some crappy endings there. You know,
0: if that was the worst of it, I I think you were okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it was good. You know, and aside from the mean lady scolding me, uh, Southwest was really cool about it. They had my bags waiting for me in Denver. Everybody was super friendly. The bag lady in Denver was like, dude, this happens all the time. Like, do not feel stupid. She goes, there are people that miss their flight and they're there and they don't pay attention because they're just sitting there reading or something and they have their ears clear. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, So I've now done that in my life and I've never done that before. I've never missed a flight up well, until yesterday. And the good news is you'll
0: <laughs> never make that mistake
2: again. Never, ever, ever. But, I, you know, here we are. I'm in studio. I am home. I am back in Colorado. So, <laughs>
0: well, let's go ahead and kick things off the way we do each and every day with a question for my co-host. We'll make it quick and easy for you, Tony. Again, hypothetical. If you were going to commit armed burglary, home invasion, what would be your wep- weapon of choice? A banana. Perfect.
2: <laughs> Cuz who wouldn't who wouldn't be f- afraid of <laughs> Exactly. I, I yeah, it'd be something stupid, right? Because they don't own a gun or anything. So, Well, this one's stupid,
0: but also dangerous. Stick him
2: up! This is my little baby gun!
0: <laughs> a 57-year-old man was arrested after accusations. He burglarized a home and used a makeshift flamethrower to shoot fire at a woman, <laughs> according to a recently released affidavit. A man, the fire! The man, a Fort Pierce resident. resident may have had a burning sensation when he was in trouble when jailed February 23rd on a charge of felony burglary with assault or battery. The address where the incident occurred is redacted. A 911 caller reported to St. Lucie County Sheriff's officials. A former tenant was at the scene. He chased the caller out and tried to barricade himself inside caller stated the man was using a can of hairspray along with a lighter to create a flame float flame throw that, thats hard was, to say.
2: was it aquanet it might have been <laughs> <laughs> the
0: woman identified as the victim oh, fire! He's on fire! <laughs> as the victim reported finding the man in her home armed with a purple Aussie hairspray can and a red oh, okay. lighter so it was Aussie not uh, aquanet close enough, I, I
2: remember mom had Aussie, and I, I used to make my own little pyro things on the side of the house.
0: <laughs> hey, you know, we all did. We all burned G.I. <laughs> Joes, but uh, we, we didn't try to invade a home that way, so.
2: No. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> well, folks, it is Tuesday, and we've got a wonderful show lined up for you today. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? This is Taco Tuesday! As we do on Tuesdays, we have Animal Tales sponsored by RoughWriters.org. We have a segment called What the Fact? Almost got you there. Our call-in topic today is your happy place. We have a segment called School Days. We round out the day with this day in history, and Tony is up next with the entertainment news. Folks, do not go anywhere. We will be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now, back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on a Tuesday, March 2nd. Now, we have a little thing called the Phoenix Line. It is our 24-hour-a-day, 7-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Maybe you invaded a home with a makeshift flamethrower. We want to know about it. Give us a call at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now it is the second segment of this show, and that means Tony is here with the entertainment news.
2: Good morning, everybody. It is Tuesday, March 2nd, and here is your Filippo Fast Five. I was going to say your Phoenix Fast Five. <laughs> I guess that works too, but your Filippo Fast Five. It's been a week. It's, it has. Seth Rogen launches his own weed company called Houseplant, because why not? <laughs> it doesn't surprise me that he's starting his own weed company. No. It's called Houseplant. <laughs> Gal Gada is pregnant and expecting her third child. Didn't even know she had two kids, let alone a kid. But uh, yeah, good on her and her husband there. Alec and Hilaria Baldwin, I probably said her name. It's probably like Hilaria Baldwin, welcome their sixth child. So congrats to them. Josh Gordon teams up with Johnny Manziel in a startup fan controlled football league. Kids, this is what happens when you can't get off the drugs and you still want to play football. (laughs) (laughs) Like. Like a fan-controlled football league, really? Where yeah. play live-action Madden? You better watch out, Snoop Dogg might rage quit on you. Right? <laughs> did you watch that? Did you watch that video of him rage quitting? <laughs> I guess he left his stream going for like seven hours on Twitch. Uh, it was just he was frustrated because some kid just schooled him in uh, Madden. I don't know if it was a kid. Somebody schooled him though.
0: When you're uh, when you're as high as Snoop Dogg and you rage quit, he must have been super pissed.
2: Yeah, you look at the video just for fun, just to him getting mad. It is pretty funny. Yeah, it is. Uh, JJ Watt shocked the NFL world yesterday by taking to Twitter to announce his free agency decision. He is headed to the Arizona Cardinals on a two-year deal worth $31 23 of its guaranteed. And I kind of blame JJ for me missing my flight. That's <laughs> when I was texting you and Mike about uh, JJ going to the Cardinals because I was like, oh, he just posted a picture of him working out in a Cardinals shirt. But uh, I digress. It's not really JJ's fault. It's my fault. <laughs> you got to listen. You can't. You cannot look. You have to listen. We call your name. Stop <laughs> so in nightmares that lady yelling at me. But <laughs> I digress. So the box office actually had a boost this weekend. <clears throat> we weren't doing the show yesterday live, so we couldn't talk box office. So a little box office report and. Uh, you know, I think in a normal world of movies, this one probably could have still been the number one even then. But uh, yeah, Tom and Jerry was the number one movie this week, and it opened with thirteen point seven million. Wow, that's a that's a pretty dang impressive debut for it a is. movie. Um, the cast obviously has Chloe Grace Moret- Moretz, uh, Michael Pena, Colin Jones, Ken Jeong, and Rob Delaney. Um, from what I read. Tom and Jerry are basically just side characters in their own movie, but um, there you go. I haven't seen it, um, but it is getting uh, pretty bombarded on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, 25% on Rotten, so...
0: Yeah, it, lo- it looks like a uh, 25% type of movie.
2: Yeah, but hey, it's number one, and it's it's you know 13.7. That's a good boost for the box office, so any movie that's doing... Good at the box office to keep it alive. Fantastic. Um, to round out the top 10, The Crude's in New Age, still chugging along at number two, brought in uh, 1.2, brings its total 52.3. The Little Things uh, brought in 0.925, bringing its total to 12.9 million. That's crazy. So its entire run couldn't even do what Tom Jerry did in the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, Wonder Woman 84 is number four at 0.71, uh, bringing its total to 43.6 the marksman aka taken nine <clears throat> brought 0. 0.7 it's up to 12.3 million judas priest just kidding judas and the black messiah 0. 0.5 Brought 4.1 monster hunter 0. 0.46 up to 14 million and that's that's crazy to think too that came out at christmas time and tom and jerry's still knocking right behind that one yep <laughs> land never heard of it uh, 2.1 nomad lab Didn't hear of that one either. 1.1 and News of the World. 11.9. So that's your box office. And uh, you got some heavy hitters coming out this weekend. So there's some good stuff. Uh, There's Raya and the Last Dragon from Disney that will be out this weekend. Um, uh, SpongeBob, Sponge on the Run's finally getting a United States release. Uh, And then um, what was the big one? The Tom Holland. Chaos Walking. Exactly. With Daisy Ridley and stuff. So you got actually three rather big movies i would i dare to say they're 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 movies that were delayed and we're finally getting so this coming weekend at the box office should be pretty good probably should have done one big one for every weekend leading through the month but i digress but the box office showing some life which is good Uh, when i was out in florida at the city walk in orlando their movie theater, you know, there's people going in and out of it. And granted, the only new movie I saw playing there really was the Little Things. Yeah. Everything else was uh, Jurassic Park and surprisingly, no back to the future for it being uh, Universal and you're at Universal Studios. They, they didn't have that. They just had some old movies and stuff. But, uh, you know, nonetheless, uh, not bad. Okay. So that was your box office report. Now speaking of back to the future and universal, Christopher Lloyd is on the hunt, um, for DeLoreans in a new series expedition or a new series called expedition, but to the future, the series will see Lloyd team up with expedition unknown host, Josh Gates for a mission to track down existing versions of the DeLorean DMC 12, the unique 1980s car model that served as the iconic time machine for the back to the future trilogy expedition back to the future will stream as a four part series on discovery plus starting on march 15th uh the details um then it gives you a synopsis basically um it gives you a rundown of the dmc delorean the history of it um one of those fancy cars in the 80s that never really took off but thanks to back to the future obviously became synonymous and that's the car yeah. I, I know where one of them's sitting. Uh, one of them's at Universal Studios. So, <laughs> <It's>,
1: <laughs> I it,
0: I have a feeling he's not looking for that one. I think he's looking for the one that's you know in a barn somewhere. Or, you know, somebody has stashed away. But uh, Josh Gates yeah. is a great host. Christopher Lloyd is Doc Brown. It, that should be a fun show.
2: Yeah, he's gonna. It's gonna be fun to see if he, if he quotes his stuff and. It's just—it's great to see anything where you can see former Back to the Future castmates doing something related to the movie, even if it's just something as simple as that. Now, Discovery Plus has some really good stuff, man. They've got some neat shows. Uh, Yeah, I wish it was a part of the Disney thing, but... uh,
0: Yeah, and that's probably the one streaming service I don't have right now, which you know it's cheap it's four ninety nine a month but I don't have time to watch it so I'm, no I'm it's another one, one you know out. you got
2: Paramount Plus that's uh, about to roll there's a lot of stations man Peacock's getting bigger after I crack jokes of its name it's getting bigger and acquiring more and more content so yep, it's a digital streaming world my friend so uh, speaking of digital streaming services here we've got uh, a new show that I think you're going to be excited about um uh, Nickelodeon has announced that their new animated Transformer uh, series will follow, will be on Earth, so it won't take place in Cybertron. It'll be on Earth. Um, A new take on the Transformers is going to be courtesy of Nickelodeon, teaming with the Hasbro Entertainment One. It will be an original animated series based on the beloved property, which follows extraterrestrial robots who can disguise themselves well, oh, duh to look like all manner of vehicles and objects. The new series will introduce a new species of Transformers who must find their place and purpose among Autobots, Decepticons, and the human family that adopts them. Nickelodeon's Transformers will consist of 26 half-hour episodes and is due to premiere exclusively on Nickelodeon in the U.S. before rolling out internationally. As soon as I their interview as i read the creative concept with at its core it's about a family i knew we absolutely had to tell the story our good friends at e1 and hasbro said ramsey nato president of nickelodeon animation the series will tell a reimagined story featuring both original characters and fan favorites for a whole new generation of kids and families they can't wait to get started building the series has experienced talent on board it's being produced by ant ward of Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles mm-hmm. and Nicole Dubik Transformers Rescue Bots. The new Transformer series will be developed and will be co-produced by Dale Malinowski. Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, probably would like it a little better if it was the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on uh, Nickelodeon because they did that great. But yeah. Rise, uh, I never. And to be fair, I never watched an episode. I had no desire to watch it.
0: Yeah, it doesn't give me high hopes, you know, uh, as far as Transformers series go, probably the most, not the most recent, but uh, uh, Transformers Prime was a fantastic, uh, well-written, well-done visually uh, for Transformers. They did Cyberverse, which was a little more kiddie. This one sounds like it's going to be along the lines of Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and I don't know. I'll, I'll give it a shot, but I don't have high hopes.
2: Yeah, you're like, and Herbert, no. And then with that being said, we've got a minute left, so we'll just go ahead and roll the birthdays. I'll save that other story for tomorrow. Not that late, it was all more fake. Oh, yes. This comedic actress became known for playing Kristen Wiggs roommate and bridesmaid. She portrayed Fat Amy and Pitch Perfect, one and two. Um, Rebel Wilson is 40 singer songwriter best known as the lead vocalist of the rock band bon jovi he was famous for living on a prayer it's my life always and better roses um personally my favorite was you give love a bad name but i digress john bon jovi is 58 this gentleman married gwyneth paltrow they had a son together he dated Jennifer Lawrence and Dakota Johnson, and he founded some band called Coldplay. Chris Martin is 43. This quarterback was Rookie of the Year in 2004 and was the youngest starting quarterback to win a Super Bowl uh, when his team defeated the Seahawks in 2006. He would then win his second Super Bowl in, in against the Cardinals, and then he would uh, lead a team to be 11-0 and then fall apart. Mr. Ben Roethlisberger of the Pittsburgh Steelers, 38 and he looks older than that yeah he does <laughs> yeah I maybe mean, I mean bryce dallas howard um is 39 uh method man is 49 to a i don't know if i said that right i'm sure i butchered that Pretty he's close. 22 and zach freaking morris mark paul gossler is 47 that is your celebrity birthdays for march 2nd happy birthday.
0: And folks, that does it for the entertainment news. When we come back, it is time for Animal Tales, sponsored by RoughRiders.org. Don't go anywhere. We'll
1: be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. (laughs)
0: Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmedia radio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on a Tuesday, March 2nd. Now, we are all over social media with many of you watching us as we speak on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. Now, if you want to get a hold of us on social, I'm available at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, Radio, of course, with an R, or on Instagram and Twitter at Phoenix Media Radio, Media Radio, Media, media. Tony is available at facebook.com forward slash tony.sanfilippo, that's S-A-N-F-I-L-I-P-P-O dot nine four, or on Instagram at tony.sanfilippo81. Now, being that it's Tuesdays, we like to do on Tuesdays, is talk Animal Tales, sponsored by RoughRiders.org. Now, Rough Riders is a local 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to the transport of animals from the outlying rural for lack of a better term, kill shelters, bringing those dogs into the metro area here, working with local rescues and shelters. To find them homes, give them a second chance at life. If you want more information, go to roughwriters.org That's R-U-F-F-Writers.org. Or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash ruffwriters saves. And without further ado, let's get into animal tales.
1: Dogs and the cats, they tick up the middle, where the honeybee hums and the cricket fiddles. The donkey brays and the pony nays The old gray badger sighs. Listen to the bass; it's the one on the bottom, where the bullfrog croaks and the hippopotamus moans and groans with the big to-do. And the old cow just goes moo. Ah, <sighs> good old-fashioned hoedown.
2: It's a hoedown. <laughs>
0: All right, let's get into our first animal tale. So the Rampo Bergen Animal Refuge in New Jersey is a shelter of last resort. Our purpose is really to take the ones that don't have anywhere else to go, and that was Sadie, said Executive Director Megan Brinster. Sadie was nearly 100 pounds, and she wasn't great with men, which is why three other shelters turned her away. It's also why Brian Myers adopted her. I thought, let me give this dog a chance because she's beautiful and I think I can work through her issues, Myers said. He thought he was rescuing her. Little did he know he was uh, saving his savior. I was very lucky to have her the night that I had the stroke, Myers said. I was getting up out of bed and as soon as I stood up here, I fell straight down and my cell phone was over there. And that's when I grabbed her collar and she pulled me out of this little space here. Sadie pulled him across the room to his phone. As far as I know, she had never been trained as a service dog or anything, Myers said. Brinster said rescue dogs are often incredibly loyal. When you have a dog who has lost something, all the dogs that come here have lost a family, a person, or they never never quite had that. Okay. Not a complete sentence. So when they make the connection, you really become their world, Brinster said. Myers said Sadie constantly tracks him. Obviously, she was there the night he needed her most. Myers was rushed to Englewood Health in Englewood, New Jersey that night. He spent a couple weeks in treatment and rehabilitation. Just before his release, he had a very grateful visitor. She just immediately jumped on me and was kissing my face, knocked my glasses and my mask off. I just thought, I love this dog, he said. You don't need to be Dr. Doolittle to hear Sadie say, I love you too. What a sweet story about a rescue dog, obviously, you know, the whole purpose behind something like Rough Riders and, you know, some of the great nonprofits that are out there. And it really is rewarding what a rescue dog can do for you.
2: Right. Well, it can uplift your spirits, make you feel better, especially when you fall into those uh, down times where life is tough and you're depressed or you got struggles. Uh, Sometimes just having the, the little dog or an animal just near you to uplift you is always a good thing. Exactly.
0: Well, let's move on to our next animal tale. This one takes a little bit of a turn. An Alaska woman had the scare of a lifetime when using an outhouse in the backcountry and she was attacked by a bear from below. I got out there and sat down on the toilet and immediately something bit my butt right as I sat down, Shannon Stevens told the Associated Press on Thursday. I jumped up and screamed when it happened. Stevens, Uh. her brother Eric, and his girlfriend had taken snowmobiles into the wilderness February 13th to stay at his yurt, located about 20 miles northwest of Haines, in the southeast of Alaska. Her brother heard the screaming and went out to the outhouse, about 150 feet away from the yurt. There he found Shannon tending to her wound. They at first thought she had been bitten by a squirrel or a mink or something small. Eric had brought his headlamp with him to see what it was. I opened the toilet seat, and there's just a bear face, just right there at the level of the toilet seat, just looking right back up through the hole, right at me, he said. I just shut the lid as fast as I could and said, There's a bear down there. we got to get out of here now. And we ran back to the yurt as fast as we could. Once safely inside, they treated Shannon with a first aid kit. They determined it wasn't that serious, but they would head to Haines if it worsened. It was bleeding, but it wasn't super bad, Shannon said. The next morning, they found bear tracks all over the property, but the bear had left the area. You could see them across the snow coming up to the side of the outhouse, she said. They figured the bear got inside the outhouse through an opening at the bottom of the back door. I expect it's probably not that bad of a little den in the winter, Shannon said, but uh, definitely goes to show that, uh, you know, if if you're pooping in an outhouse, maybe check the hole before you sit down. That's,
2: yeah, I thought you were going to say snake. Was not expecting a bear to bite that lady's ass. They, I didn't expect that.
0: No, not at all. You but, know,
2: but but also, man, I'm sorry. Like I, I try to avoid those things like at all costs. The outhouses, they're disgusting. Well,
0: when you're when you're in the middle of Alaska and there's no other choice, uh, yeah, you maybe you hover a little yeah, bit, but uh, yeah, you, it's true. D- yeah, don't don't put ask to seat you know it's uh
2: yeah you never gross. go ask to seat <laughs> at least make sure you're looking first
0: yeah my fear is always like black widows and spiders and things like that and, ugh. Ugh.
2: <laughs> what a bear though man
0: whoa that's terrifying all right let's move on to our last story in animal tales this Woo! one is sort of animal adjacent and almost a little scary if uh, you're a little afraid of uh um uh, the robots taking over. Two men were being held hostage in a Bronx apartment. They had been threatened at gunpoint, tied up and tortured for hours by two other men who pretended to be plumbers to get inside, police said. Mario and Luigi. <laughs> One of the victims managed to escape and called police, who showed up early Tuesday morning at the apartment on East 227th Street, unsure if the armed men were still inside. The police decided it was time to deploy DigiDog, a 70-pound robotic dog with a lopping gait, cameras and lights affixed to its frame, and a two-way communication system that allows the, man up, sorry, the officer maneuvering it remotely to see and hear what is happening. The police said the robot can see in the dark and assess how safe it is for officers to enter an apartment or building where there may be a threat. In the case of the Bronx home invasion, the police said that DigiDog helped the officers determine that there was no one inside, The police said they were still searching for the two men who stole a cell phone and $2,000 in cash and used a hot iron to burn one of the victims. The NYPD has been using robots since the 1970s to save lives in hostage situations and hazmat incidents, the department said on Twitter. This model of robot is being tested to evaluate its capabilities against other models in use by uh, by our emergency service unit and bomb squad. But the robot has skeptics. Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, a Democrat, described DigiDog on Twitter as a robotic DigiDog. a robotic surveillance ground drone. Please ask yourself, when was the last time you saw next generation, world-class technology for education, healthcare, housing, etc., consistently prioritizing for underserved communities like this, she said on Twitter. The City Council passed the Public Oversight of Surveillance Technology Act last June, amid... Amid efforts to overhaul the police force, many of them triggered by BLM demonstrations. Ultimately, it goes to show that, uh, you know, the police are instituting new uh, high-tech ways to get in there. And DigiDog is a terrifying thing if you think that the machines are going to rise up. Because, yeah, it can get in, it can knock knocked over you know what if they arm it but uh, ultimately it's uh you know it's they're using it for good now it's it's a life-saving tool it's it's supposed to help officers in the line of duty um so let's let's just hope it doesn't go sentient or else uh, we've got some big problems there
2: and then it needs to have the digimonster uh, theme song <laughs> digi dog digi dog monster digi dog <laughs> You Remember that dumb
0: song? Oh, I do. I do now, anyway.
2: Yeah, that was just that's what I kept thinking that whole story. dg Dog, Jason Mario, dg Dog.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, so yeah. much fun. Well, folks, that does it for Animal Tales, sponsored by Roughriders.org. When we come back, we have a segment called What the Fact? Don't go anywhere. We'll be right Ooh. back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash media radio. Now back to the show. We are back, folks, to the final segment of the first hour, but don't fret there is still plenty ahead with our second hour, including our call-in topic of Your Happy Place can be figurative can be literal we just want to know what is your happy place now if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows it's easy enough to do so head over to phoenixmedia.us click on the show's link scroll on down to the christian phoenix radio show from there you can get video you can get audio as well or Head over to wherever you get podcasts, whether it's Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, about 20 and all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review, let us know what you think, and tell your friends because sharing is caring. Now, speaking of sharing is caring, every once in a while, we like to drop some mind-blowing facts on you, which is why we have titled this segment, What the Fact? Now, these are, boy, some... Doozies of facts that uh, are are actually quite amazing. Gonna go through, get your reaction, Tony, and uh, should take us right up to the end of the hour. So, uh, Tony, alrighty, are you ready for the first What the Fact?
2: Ready for What the Fact?
0: Hold on to your butts.
1: I guess what is? (laughs) Uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) So apparently, the scent of fresh cut grass is really the grass screaming in pain. The smell is a distress signal that tells insects insects not to eat the grass so it can heal its wounds. I had no idea. All I know that's is... tough. What were you going to say? I was going to say, that's
2: a fact, Jack, but...
0: <laughs> you know, I think I even have that sound bite around here. You do, I'm sure. I have no idea where I put it. <laughs> I like those odds. <laughs> Never mind, I found it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've been off for a week. We're, we're getting back into the groove of things. It's going to happen. But uh, in any case, let's get on to the next What the Fact. Apparently, the word avocado is derived from an Aztec word that means testicle. That's the fact, Jack. Yeah. Found it.
2: No, man. Yeah, I was going to say, that one I did not... Uh...
1: My old man Randy Savage is not
2: happy with your decision. Yeah, yeah, did not know that. But it makes sense if you look at an
0: avocado. Um, of course, you know most guys aren't quite that robust. But uh, you know it's uh, it's wrinkly and it, it looks like an overgrown testicle, for lack of a better term. Just green. Just green. Exactly. Just green. Let's keep moving on with what the fact. Apparently lobster's bladders are in their heads and they urinate as a form of communication. That's the fact, Jack! That's kind of scary. They pee out of their heads and that's how they talk to one another. (laughs) Could you imagine if we did that?
2: Dobby, I gotta pee. (laughs) Let's keep moving
0: on. We're talking what the fact? Here's one. Uh, There are more ways to shuffle a deck of cards than there are atoms on Earth.
1: Just the fact, Jack.
0: Yeah. Now I don't know how they could possibly test that. However, if you figure 52 cards in a deck and the different ways that it could be shuffled—basically, one over one, two over one, three over one, one over two—yeah, there's probably millions upon millions of different ways that uh, it could possibly be shuffled. Again, I don't know who put that much brain power into thinking of that, but uh, good for them.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Let's keep moving on. We're talking what the fact. So Count Count Von Count on Sesame Street is obsessed with counting because traditional folklore states that if you scatter a large number of small objects in a vampire's path, think coins, seeds, grains, that sort of thing, they are compelled to stop and count them all. That's the fact, Jack. I think that's one of those uh, rarely known vampire myths everybody knows about garlic or holy water or crosses or stakes to the heart or daylight i didn't realize that uh, you know if you dump a bunch of jelly beans they have to count them all
2: right didn't know that either
0: and make for a really boring twilight movie too
2: oh absolutely
0: <laughs> let's keep moving on we're talking what the fact gargoyles were invented because many ancient europeans were illiterate and they needed a physical representation of hell to scare them into going to church.
2: That's the fact! Jack. Yeah.
0: That's why you went to church, right, Tom?
2: That, that's totally why I went. Uh, totally. <laughs> the only reason why.
0: Yeah, those, those scary gargoyles.
2: The gargoyles scared me, and I had no choice.
0: <laughs> uh, the, um, uh, on a weird side note, uh, Gargoyles Disney series? Well worth a watch. Yeah, it was. It was a good show. It was a good show. A little bit later for us, you know, in our cartoon watching days, but uh, they did well. They did well. Anyway, I digress. Let's move on with what the fact. Apparently, if you eat a polar bear liver, you will die from an overdose of vitamin A.
1: That's the fact, Jack.
0: Um, I couldn't tell you what else in the world contains vitamin A, but uh, apparently, whatever they. Change around in their liver, uh, turns it into pure vitamin A, and I don't know if you will die from an overdose, but I'm I'm certainly sure you could die as an overdose.
2: That's a lot of vitamin A. Yikes.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, moving on with what's the fact? I I think I would rather bleed to death than utilize this. Apparently, spiders' webs were used as bandages in ancient times.
1: That's the fact, (laughs) Jack.
0: You wouldn't be down with that one. No, I'm. I don't like spiders. How yeah.
1: about
0: <laughs> you? know, all I think about is uh, the movie Arachnophobia with the giant, uh, you know, spider nest and the spiders crawling out of that, and it's enough to make my skin crawl.
2: Gotcha. It's probably a good thing I don't recall watching that movie as a kid. Yeah. Is that where you're stemmed from? Oh, I'm sure. I'm absolutely yeah. sure that's where it it's. Came it's from. like my fear of sharks, my fascination with sharks, and then my fear is. Probably Jaws. Right. Like, I love the movie. But then when you look at Jaws, it's kind of a hokey-looking shark, man. Well,
0: you know, Bruce, you barely saw him in the first movie because he didn't work half the time, so.
2: Yeah, it's true.
0: Let's <laughs> keep moving on with What the Fact. Tony, do you know what the very first words were that Mickey Mouse ever said?
1: Oh, boy.
0: <laughs> Close, that. but no cigar. No, the first thing Mickey Mouse ever said was, hot dogs.
1: That's hot perfect. dogs. Yeah dog pool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you know what if you think about it and you know when my kids were growing up they watched the mickey mouse clubhouse the cg one and he said hot dog all the time so you know kind of, kind of carried <laughs> he on did
2: say, he did say hot dog a lot <laughs> hot dog
0: <laughs> all right let's keep moving on with <laughs> what the facts tony you will never look at knuckles from the sonic series again echidnas have a four-headed penis Ducks have a corkscrew shaped penis. That's
2: the fact, Jack! Weird. That's that's crazy. So, is it in his forehead?
0: (laughs) Nope, nope. It's where it would normally be. It just happens. Hello,
2: Sonic. Look at my forehead.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Gives new meaning to the name Knuckles, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Not four knuckles on his
0: fist, right? (laughs) Yeah. Gross. Yikes. Let's keep moving on. U.S. cicadas come out of the ground every 13 or 17 years after hatching.
1: That's the fact,
0: Jack. And if you're trying to sleep when that happens, good luck. They are
2: super loud. They are very loud. Yeah. I didn't hear any this time in Florida. I usually hear them when I'm out there. I didn't hear any.
0: You must have been outside that 13 to 17-year window.
2: Yeah. Ooh. (laughs) Let's
0: keep rolling on with what the fact... Here's one that uh, I'm mentally doing the measurements for. It says, uh, the distance between your earlobes is the same as the distance between your nipples.
1: That's the fact!
0: Jack Unless you've had a lot of kids and, you know, they're hanging a little bit lower than they used to.
2: Yeah, I'd say that that could be. That's a weird (laughs) thought. I, I guess visually looking at myself on the screen, I guess, maybe.
0: And I assume everybody listening right now is mentally doing the same thing or they're physically <laughs> they're just like,
2: Really? Is that is that true? Is that really true? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't come up
0: with these. I'm just reading them. Speaking of which, let's keep talking. What the fact? Ooh, It's not Words are Hard Wednesday, but uh, let's see if I can get this one out. The fear of long words is known as hippopotamonstrosequipedalophobia. That's
2: the Jeez. fact! Yeah. Sounds like you nailed that one. I mean, I, I'm glad I didn't flip of that.
0: I, why would you name the fear of long words a super long word? Because then you couldn't even tell people that you have that fear because you wouldn't want to say it.
2: Yeah, I have a fear of long words, but I can't tell you what it is because it's too long and it scares me.
0: <laughs> Let's keep moving on. We're talking what the fact you know, people often say that uh, cubes aren't naturally found in nature. Well, that's not necessarily true because wombats have cube-shaped poop.
1: That's the fact, Jack. Ah. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: It's absolutely. Roger, true. Roger. Absolutely true. If you go on uh, Google, type in wombat poop. Sure enough, there are
2: little cubes that pop out. That's crazy. Would you like some chocolate ice cubes? Uh, my wombat will produce. <laughs> Here's
0: a way to uh ensure your legacy if uh you know you're a big name in something. The man who invented the frisbee was turned into a frisbee when he died.
1: That's the fact. Jack. Yeah.
2: So so like did they melt him into plastic or this is one of those that needs more
0: explanation that we need uh, yeah, we, need, we like... need more of the story on cuz uh yeah, I
2: created the frisbee, but when I die, I want to be turned into a frisbee. Okay,
0: right. And does some college student uh, have him out there playing frisbee golf? Who yeah, knows? exactly.
2: Oh, I lost Roger again. Roger stuck in the tree. Oh, poor Roger. <laughs> Roger, Roger.
0: Poor Roger. <laughs> Let's keep moving on with what the fact. Every minute, we lose about 30,000 to 40,000 dead skin cells. That's about nine pounds of skin cells a year. You probably just lost 40,000 skin cells in the time it took you to hear this.
2: That's the fact, Jack. Yeah.
0: And that's wow. gross. That's just flat out
2: gross. Yeah. <laughs> it's good you can't really see it, because that's uh, pretty nasty.
0: Well, and you think about uh, you know how much time you spend in bed with your pillow and your mattress and how many dead skin cells are hanging out in there. Sleep tight, everybody. All right, uh, and let's move on with uh, what the fact. Apparently, hippos can't swim. They almost always maintain contact with the bottom, or they bounce off the bottom as they move through water, and they are fast.
2: That's the fact, Jack! I didn't know that. I I always thought they could swim because they're always in the water. I thought so, too, but uh,
0: apparently they just bounce off the bottom, and, and that's how they move around. But if you're ever in the Amazon you're a hippo don't be it's uh you're pretty much guaranteed to be dead but uh, in any case folks that does it for what the fact that does it for the first hour we're headed to do our long break and when we come back it's time for our interact topic of the day your happy place let us know what your happy place is Ooh. folks do not go anywhere go ahead and grab a cup of coffee use the potty break listen to the news and we will see you shortly
1: the last DJ. Gentlemen, I wash my hands of this weirdness.
0: the second hour of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on this Tuesday, March 2nd. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. Still joined by my co-host, Mr. Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, are you ready for the fastest hour of the day?
2: Yep, I'm ready. Let's go.
0: You know, we're getting back into the groove of things. Obviously, Tony was on vacation last week, which is why we ran Best Of's. But, uh, you know, we're back, live shows, and actually that uh, brings us to the interactive portion of the show where we want to hear from you guys, the listener, which is why we have... Our 24 hour day, seven day week voicemail line called the Phoenix Line at 855 Phoenix Radio. That's 855 F E N I X R D O. You can also chime in on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. And starting tomorrow, we're rolling out a new method to talk with folks live on the air. So if you want to head over to your app store, whether it's Apple or Android and download the stereo app. It's just called stereo. Icons, a little uh, black background, little microphone register in there. And then you look up the Christian Phoenix radio show. And when it's time for the interactive portion of the show, all you have to do is just go into the queue. We'll pull you up and we'll talk to you about what your pick is for the day. Now, I was talking about Tony being on vacation. And, uh, you know, I know that Tony's happy place is the beach. He doesn't get to the beach very often. He would visit me in California when I lived there. He was just in Florida spending some time there. But that's what we're talking about. We're talking about your happy place. Is it a literal happy place like the beach? Or is it a figurative happy place like diving into a good book? We want to know about it. Now, Tony, uh, we know that the beach is your happy place. Tell us a little bit about why that's the case.
2: Yeah, it's peaceful and relaxing to me um i feel like i can collect my thoughts there's no stress um i love soaking in the air people watch i love the sand uh there's just everything about it and it's you know it, this is my first time going to clearwater beach in florida i've never been drove over to the tampa bay side never been um i love exploring new places um that's why i travel so much so people are always like whoa you always travel well because I like to get out you know I get burned out of doing the same thing every day and <clears throat> you know I like to clear my head but it just there's something about just staring off into the water and uh, listening to the waves crash and watching that sunset it just centers me man it's uh, it's very peaceful. it's like clerks too you know how like for Randall like driving go-karts just centers him and just it just puts you at ease like there's no stress and I think because <laughs> I missed my flight yesterday, there was so many like weird things that happened to me at the end of the trip that normally it probably would piss me off, but it just didn't. You know, okay. All it's right. like you're just centered. You know, you just chill. Good, good. Well, you know, and that's what we want. We want to hear
0: what you know what what helps you hit that reset button. You know, for me, it's not any physical location as far as a country or or a beach or anything like that. Uh, it is actually uh, the movie theaters. And it's been tough because theaters have been closed down for a big part of everything that's been going on. And then, uh, you know, there hasn't been new releases. But, you know, I work so hard during the week and and my brain is always going that I love sitting in a theater fully engulfed in a movie for two hours at a time, you know, just sucked into this other world where, you know, I don't have to worry about my day or what's going to happen next or anything along those lines. I can just get lost in a movie, recharge those batteries, hit that reset button, and, uh, you know, really come out of there feeling refreshed. Even if it is a suspenseful thriller horror movie, I still come out just knowing that, uh, you know, I've gone in and recharged those batteries.
2: Yeah, that's uh, that's always a great, uh, great release. I love going to the theaters as well, and I, I completely understand why you would go that, there as your happy place, because you do get to escape reality for a few hours and I think that's what finding your happy place is you know where things get too stressful or you just you got lots of decisions to make I mean it's not like me disappearing to the beach made all my upcoming plans and stuff disappear it's they're all still much there just gave me a little more clarity a little more thought process you know and not saying I don't overthink things because that's one of my biggest flaws. I overthink everything, <laughs> everything.
0: But, so. you know, that's okay. And that's why we need these places that we can go to or things that we do that just clear the mind, you know, give you a little perspective, give you time to relax, and then you can get back to whatever you were doing with renewed eyes and sort of a refreshed, uh, you know, ambition. And folks, that is what we are looking for. We want to know your happy place. Again, it can be literal, like a beach it can be figurative like getting lost in a book watching a movie anything along those lines we just want to hear about it so head over to our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio click on the live video there and comment there with your happy place folks when we come back it is all about you so go ahead and chime in now and we will be back in just a couple minutes (laughs) (music) Thank <music> you. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash media radio. Now back to the show. We are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on a Tuesday, March 2nd. Now we are smack dab in the middle of the interact portion of the show where we want to hear from you guys, the listeners and watchers, On our topic of the day, just head over to our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Click into the live video there and comment with your happy place. Before the break, we were talking about Tony's happy place being the beach. Obviously, he just got back from Florida after spending a week in his happy place. Mine is the movie theaters, which I haven't been able to do as often because of obvious reasons. However, that's what we're looking for. Is it a literal? Is it a figurative happy place? We want to know about it. Now, Tony, I assume you've had uh, a couple folks chime in on your end about what their happy I've, place is.
2: I have had a few, yes. And uh, it's funny because when I reached out, they're like, uh, you know where our happy place is. I'm like, well, yeah, I know that. <laughs> Elaborate. Um, yeah, you know. So um, for Lacey, it's Disney World or the beach. Um, she just absolutely loves it. Um, in fact, <laughs> we we discussed yesterday why I was stranded in Orlando they had another awesome sale from denver to orlando it was like 49 nine dollar airfares, so it was really cheap so uh i'm gonna go out there for my 40th and join them on the uh, disney excursion this time okay um yeah because it's their happy place they they were like hey you want to go to disney i'm like you know yeah because i didn't go on this uh i didn't go on this run because of you know i had the orlando pass and I mean, the Orlando Pass, the Universal Studios Pass. and it, Disney is awesome to do, but doing it solo, not as fun, right. I guess.
0: And you have to do it in multiple days, too. You know, It's not yeah. something you can get done all in one day. Um, not only is it expensive, but uh, there's just too much. You're standing in line most of that time, yeah. and so um, it makes sense.
2: I reached out to Mike, and I was like, Hey, man, I got all day Sunday. What do you think? I'll go to disney studios you know or, or hollywood studios and just i want to go do rise of the resistance he goes eh, i would i would probably not do that for 140 dollars and i'm glad i didn't because it's talking to a guy on the plane and him and his family went and they were there for five days he did not get on rise of the resistance one time he did the he did the lottery oh. every day he was on resort he went he got up at 6 30 every morning or 6 45 Never got a boarding pass. he got a standby one time and he never made it to his boarding group so he never got to ride it and he was there the whole week so Oof. Mike, thank you, buddy, because I almost did as this close to booking a one day Disney day and I didn't do it yeah. I, uh,
0: you saved yourself 150 bucks and I'm sure you no, had a lot I, of fun I, at Universal too.
2: Yeah, I had a great time at Universal. Got to hang out with uh, our friend Lori all day Sunday, so I'm not complaining. You know, that was It was a great day. Um, but, yeah, for Lace, it was Disney World or the beach. For Mike, it's definitely Disney or the beach as well. More specifically, Wilderness Lodge is a definite happy place. Epcot at sunset and sitting by the waterfall at the Trader Sam's patio at dusk with some pulled pork, fried rice, and a spiky pineapple to drink. Mm, that, that sounds, sounds just sounds like just peaceful heaven there, you know? Yeah, yeah, and then top it off with some Dole Whip and, well, call oh, it a day. That's something I didn't even have while I was out there. There's no Dole Whip. Nope. I, well, I don't think there was Dole Whip at Universal. I wasn't really looking for it. It was uh, go ride the Harry Potter rides, which, by the way, that uh, Harry Potter's, uh, that Hagrid's in the green, the, the motorbike ride, their new one, mm-hmm. freaking phenomenal. <laughs> Good job. Well... Well done, roller coaster, man! The, I guess the Velociraptor is the Jurassic Park one that opens uh, the summer. Okay. They took the walls down while I was there, so I got to watch it. So I got to watch the coaster just go. No one got to ride it, but they just ran it and just let you know people just tease people, but never got to uh, get on it. So I wasn't lucky enough to be a test person I don't know if they've put test people on it yet but <laughs> uh, but I digress this isn't about my vacation um, and let's see I a message I got another one I just have to bring it up here um, for uh, Jamie Anna hers her favorite or her happy place is just a road trip she likes to go doesn't matter if it's three hours or three days she loves the feeling of just being free to go uh, good music open road open schedule just no agenda really sometimes just get in the car and drive so hey and that's great that's a fantastic way to clear your mind center yourself and just get lost it's all about going on these adventures sometimes that just make it great
0: i absolutely can relate you know i go down to see the boys once pretty much once a month you know they're about eight hour eight hour to ten hour drive away from me and the drive down is always nice. I'll throw on some podcasts, I'll throw on some music, and just sort of relax and stick with my thoughts and see the scenery. Of course, drive safely at the same time. But, uh, you know, it's it's a great way to clear the head. And uh, for a lot of people, it is their happy place.
2: Yeah, it's 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 really a good thing. It used to be a good decompressant uh, when I used to work down in Thornton. Or, I mean, live in Thornton. and I'd commute up here to Fort Collins. That drive... You know, sometimes it was just peaceful because you got to listen to the podcast and drive. Now, the traffic was no bueno. <laughs> you know,
0: yeah. Anytime you have to deal with traffic, it's you know that that adds stress. It's not uh, nothing calming about traffic at all.
2: <laughs> no, absolutely not. So, <laughs> uh, but but yeah, great great picks there. And then uh, I did message our friend Stacy. Um, but we'll see if she says anything. If she does, I'll let us know. But that's all I have on my end.
0: Not a problem. And there is still time left, folks. We are talking about your happy place. Is it literal? Is it figurative? Chime in now on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix radio. Let us know what your happy place is. I assume uh, something popped up for you, Tone.
2: Yeah, she popped up. Uh, her uncle and aunt's house in San Francisco. That's her happy place. Likes to go there. And uh, I know it's just uh, it's for, uh, a few of our favorite family members, so it's always great to uh, get out and just be somewhere where it feels like home, you know. Yeah, like and I have.
0: I was going to say anything oh, that sorry. brings back good memories. Anything that's you know family related, especially if it is you know uh, again good memories. Uh, that's that's always a you know a happy place for people.
2: Yeah, it, especially if it holds a special place in your heart, like that's how i feel when i go home when i see all the friends and family it's just it's awesome and it goes so fast because there's so many and it's you want to fit everybody in but like i always have to squeeze you know this i always have to squeeze lake tahoe in there because lake tahoe is another one of my favorite places to be and uh it doesn't matter the only time i won't make it up there is if it's snowing because i'm too much of a wimp to drive up the the pass to get up there but uh yeah if it's if it's clear roads uh, you'll definitely find me up that way
0: (laughs) and it all makes sense you know we we live in a beautiful beautiful area here in northern nevada it's sort of a um unkept secret that uh you know people are coming in from all outside of the you know areas they think were las vegas adjacent just in the middle of desert but uh you know we've got lake tahoe just a 20 minute drive away which is absolutely beautiful
2: Oh, stunning. I think everyone should go visit Tahoe at some point in their life. I I could describe it to you, but words don't do justice. I mean, you have to see it. Send Bo- you pictures, all that stuff, but you got to you got to be there.
0: Both in summer and winter because it is absolutely very different in those two different times of the year.
2: Absolutely. Bo- uh Bella chimed in too. Hers are school. Okay. Disney Disney world and the beach. So not too far. Like Disney world and the beach, I think will always be that, you know, will always reminder of mom and dad and all the fun adventures she's having through her kid, you know, through her childhood, through her kid, (laughs) through her childhood, you know, as she, as she gets older, you know, these are just great memories. And now, She's getting old enough to understand a lot more of those things. And that's just awesome. Well, so. and
0: most kids wouldn't say school, you know, for most kids school, ah, school, but, uh, you know, it's, it's a great place to see your friends, to hang out. If school comes easy to you, it's, you know, it's not that difficult. You get through the schoolwork and, you know, the social aspects are, are, are very rewarding.
2: Yeah. For me, it was always about the social aspect. Yeah, it was definitely not the score. schoolwork. Yeah. And if
0: you stay yeah. tuned for the next segment, we might be talking
2: a little bit about that. So uh, just a little tease
0: for that. But we do Ooh. still have a few minutes left. We're talking your happy place. We want to hear what is your happiest place to go or happiest place to be. Now, I did pull up a list of the happiest places on Earth. And uh, according to a number of sources, the number one happiest place is Finland. Who would have thought? No, okay. So Finland, where gorgeous nature abounds, humans do not, and peacefulness factors into the chemical composition of the air. Nodding to studies that have shown the stress-reducing happiness-boosting powers of nature and playing on everybody's, uh, everyone's surging desire to travel like a local, the Finnish Tourism Board has joined forces with a coaching company to launch a free Rent-A-Fin initiative. Seriously. You're welcome to apply and be matched with one of eight hand-picked locals, regular people turned happiness guides, who will share their favorite spots for truly Finnish experiences, authentic connections, and nature appreciation. Just know that you might wind up working in a vegetable patch or foraging for berries. Uh, Okay, I've got that close enough here with uh, Tahoe that uh, I don't need to be uh, picking berries anywhere. (laughs) Damn that's true. Picking
2: berries, yeah!
0: Uh, The number two spot of Happiest Place on Earth, uh, actually our friends in Volbeat are from there, Denmark. So last year's number three moves up a spot.
1: Volbeat!
0: And here's one explanation, the food. Sure, exemplary social services, paid family leave policies, and other quality of life programs add to the happiness factor, but the stellar and sustainable cuisine has to play a huge role. And we don't mean just the critical darlings, think renowned and recently reopened NOMA. With nearly all supermarkets now featuring a local section and many restaurants, even urban ones, boasting on-site farms, the Danish dedication to eating and living well is no joke. Add to that the ancient castles, covet-worthy design, and yes, the HIGA. And you'll want to cozy up here ASAP. I don't know what a HIGA is, but uh might be worth checking
1: out. <laughs>
0: And then finally, in the happiest places on Earth, in that same region, Norway. Always at the top or near the top of the list, Norway is also repeatedly declared Europe's most beautiful country. So the scenery can't help but, with thanks to Marie Kondo, spark joy. Then again, local academics and experts have attributed Norwegians' happiness to social equality, a strong welfare safety net, and other social programs. But uh, I get the sense that, uh, you know, if you're traveling to Northern Europe to any of these, um, oh, how, what would you call them, Nordic-type countries, they're quite beautiful, and uh, you'll have a nice, serene time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it all sounds awesome I'd love to visit uh, some of these countries I think it'd be really cool
0: I would too Jesse spent some time in Iceland uh, a couple years ago and uh, absolutely loved it but uh, in any case folks that does it for our interactive portion of the show talking your happy place when we come back we've got a segment called school days don't go anywhere <laughs> Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. We are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on a Tuesday, March 2nd. Now we talk about it a couple times each show. It is the Phoenix Line, our 24 hour day 7 day week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever, including our topic of the day. Now that number is 855-PHOENIX-RADIO, that's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O, or 855-336-4973 for the alphanumerically impaired. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now tomorrow's interactive topic is your nerdiest obsession. Now the reason we're doing that is Phoenix Media, or parent company our broadcast uh, platform is making the switch next monday from just a general internet talk radio station to the multiverse of pop culture entertainment so all of the programs or at least 99 of the programs will be based around pop culture topics like video games comic books uh, tabletop games cosplay anime nerd culture whatever it may be and so we want to celebrate that with a call-in topic of your nerdiest obsession. Excellent. And it doesn't even have to be pop figures like what's behind Tony. It could be spoons. It could be hummels. It could be whatever it is. You know, whatever's nerdy to you, we want to hear about it. Now, the other thing that we've done is we've instituted a app called Stereo. So if you go over and download the Stereo app, easy to find, just type in Stereo, black background, little red microphone, and then from there, all you have to do is look up the Christian Phoenix radio show. You can even listen to the full show live. And when it's time for the interactive portion, we just bring you in and we talk to you live from there. So uh, we're getting back to the, the live calls as well. Looks like Cheech or is that Chong? It's Cheech, right? A little bit like Cheech. Yep.
2: Hey,
0: <laughs> but uh,
2: you know, it's funny. I tried to download that on the Mac and it didn't pop up. And I go, where the hell is this app that he's talking about? So I did it on the phone and, There you
0: go. Yeah, you got to do it on your mobile phone, but it utilizes the microphone and, you know, we can have a nice conversation from there. So uh, it's fun that uh, we're making a few changes around here, but uh, they are all for the better. With that being said, I digress. Let's get into our next segment, which I like to call school days. Now, for many parents out there, homeschooling has been a way of life for at least the last year. And, uh, you know, it's it's not easy. You sort of appreciate what teachers are doing now more than ever. And, of course, you know, you, you almost have to learn the same curriculum that the kid's learning in order to help them out, teach them. And in some cases, the kids enjoy it. You know, my boys enjoy finishing their schoolwork up by noon because they get it all done. You know, they don't have that few extra hours that they sit around. But, of course, they lose out on the social side of things. But with that being said, we're going to run down uh, basically – Parents who can't take their kids learning from home anymore. And uh just how parents can relate to what's happening with homeschooling. Hopefully kids will start going back here soon. Oh, uh, let's see, what would be a good differentiating one here? Da, da, da. Dun dun
1: dun
0: Yep, let's just go with the Kool-Aid man. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh yeah. For instance, you have this post, which is a uh, clip from or a picture from Billy Madison, Adam Sandler sitting in the class. And uh, what was it? The first grade class, second grade class where uh, with the hot teacher. Oh,
2: Veronica, so hot, one to the shiny.
0: (laughs) In any case, he's sitting in there looking confused. And it says, me and my kids daily Zoom meeting trying to learn second grade math. I don't know at what point. Teachers changed math around, but math isn't what math used to be. Now it's all this new math, and it's it's strange, and it's all word problems. Luckily, I'm able to pick it up pretty quickly, but I feel bad for poor Jesse, who's helped the boys out a couple times, and uh, it's just different. It's all weird now.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I I don't have kids. I don't know. I've, I've heard enough of my uh, <laughs> my friends that half kids have told me, so I hear the stories where it's just like, What just happened to the basics? Like, basics seem to be just fine.
0: Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, that's not the case anymore. Well, let's keep moving on with school days. Oh, yeah! School days! Here's a brilliant idea from a parent. Uh, If the kid's driving you a little nuts, it says, if you see my kids locked outside today, mind your own business. We're having a fire drill. Remember those (laughs) days?
2: Fire (laughs) drill,
0: you go outside, stand around, and... Brilliant work from home. Work around.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Uh, Ah, It's nice out. So, uh, fire drill.
0: While you're at it, duck and cover. Yeah. Let's keep moving on. We're talking school days.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Parents who are a little tired of uh, distance learning. Picture of a little old lady with a big old smile. It says, here's Sue. For 31 years old, homeschooling her kids for the last five days. Great job, Sue. Keep it up. Yeah. Homeschooling has a way of aging you very quickly. And uh, yeah. especially if you're working at home at the same time, it's uh, it's a juggling act.
2: I do seven jobs and I'm only 29. Not only am I a manager, but I also raise my two kids who raise their kids. And they all zoom, zoom, zoom all day long. <laughs> what the kids call it, zoom, zoom. Zoom, zoom.
0: <laughs> Let's keep moving on. Talk at school days. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know a lot of parents can relate to this one. It says, it may take a village to raise a child, but I swear it's going to take a vineyard to homeschool one. A lot of day drinking going on uh, with parents teaching from home or helping their kids homeschool because, uh, let's face it, in
2: some cases you might need it. Yeah. Can I just digress and say that, you know go off the beaten path for a second, but I'm glad that we didn't have this as kids. Like, I couldn't imagine being homeschooled. Like, on one hand it sounds pretty rad sounds cool but on the other hand like not being able to see your friends and you're always home all the time yep i, I don't know man like i feel really bad for the parents though i mean well we were saying like, full-time jobs and yeah. all that stuff Oof. for kids it's
0: the social aspect and then you know parents are already working from home trying to do their job on top of trying to teach you know kids new math of all things and uh it's tough it, it is a juggling act but uh you know it's uh, it, it definitely goes to show that you know teachers need to be paid well um but uh you know it, hopefully they get back to school here pretty soon
2: yeah uh friday just told me that bella's not a fan of doing the home school i don't blame her because that was that was her place when they still lived in holdridge she had her her friend uh, creighton creighton i probably said his name wrong she's gonna say it's creighton <laughs> uncle tone and i'll say <laughs> I'm sorry. I butcher names. That's what I do. Isn't a
0: Cretan like an old timey uh,
2: uh, (laughs) dig at somebody? (laughs) He's a good kid. I think his name is Cretan. Awesome. I think, hopefully, I didn't butcher his name. She'll tell me in a second. (laughs) Well, let's move on. (laughs) It don't take long to get a response.
0: (laughs) Let's move on with uh, school days.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. Were you going to say ho-ho? Like, no,
0: I was saying homeschooling, that? but uh, we're oh, talking okay. about homeschooling. Stop the, the second ho. Second.
2: Yeah. It's like,
0: oh. Uh, this is along there? the lines of the last one I read. Uh, it says, quick homeschooling question for you. Does having your kid fix <laughs> you a mixed drink count as chemistry? I assume you got the response yeah. back, Tone.
2: <laughs> Cray-ton. She, sp- she did it like, you know, like, hey, you have to give the hyphens, like Phenetical. how you pronounce things. Cray-ton. Crayton. Cray-ton. There you go. Crayton.
0: Now you'll never forget it, Tom.
2: Creighton!
0: Let's keep moving Bellas on. was
2: little friend from Holdrich.
0: Let's keep moving on with school days. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah!
0: This one, homeschooling day 12, fed the math homework to the dog myself. I can appreciate that, and, you know, I, there was always that excuse. Oh, the dog ate my homework. I don't know if that ever actually happened, but I could see where somebody would be uh, compelled to at least maybe nudge the dog in that direction.
2: I We never had that problem with the dogs. They never ate the homework. It always seemed like a lazy, lazy excuse for not doing your, your work, right? I don't know anybody I, in
0: real life who actually used that excuse.
2: No, I don't either. I did have a dog once. I ate my PlayStation games. And I was pretty pissed. Oh. They, they ate my Ridge Racer. Oh, no. <laughs> Came off Ridge from Racer. school. Ridge, Ridge Racer was all damaged, and that game was cool back then. <laughs> I don't think it would hold up today, but it was cool back then. Yeah, maybe.
0: Let's keep moving on. We're talking school days. Oh, yeah. Says, uh, Dad, the lunch lady said some really bad words today. Son, your mom is under a lot of stress these days.
2: Truth. Lunch lady Doris was pissed because she had to make your dad, you know, a ham and cheese sandwich. She had to make you your gluten free. Oodie's sandwich <laughs> you know it, it gets hard you know life is hard yeah.
0: but so. to, to be fair you know dad does get to uh boink the lunch lady so there's that
2: oh well, that's a very lucky dad and Doris. no he right got a lunch lady <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's keep moving on we're talking school days oh yeah parents what the hell i don't know how to teach fourth grade math and science school districts you're gonna learn today it goes back to what we were saying, yeah. You yeah. you have to learn just as much, and you know, as my kids get older, if they have to keep doing the homeschooling, uh, it may get beyond my capabilities. You luckily, be we've... like
2: ah, uh... okay, you just figure it out. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, luckily we've got phones and calculators and Google at our disposal, so it makes things a little bit easier.
2: Little easier, it dumbs us down a bit, but it but it is easier because you get. You're like, I could try to figure it out, but it's just easy to do this. Exactly. <laughs> Done. Done.
0: Speaking of easier, and finally in school days.
2: Oh, yeah!
0: Schooling, sorry, homeschooling has been a hot mess. I told my son to just focus on his rap career. It's, true. It's, pretty, it's gonna pay better in the long run anyway yeah. well folks that does it for this segment when we come back we're heading into the final segment of the show it is time for this day in history do not go anywhere we'll be right back Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Phoenix Media radio. Now back to the show. Well, folks, we made it back to the final segment of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on a Tuesday, March 2nd. It's good to be back. It's good to be live. But if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to PhoenixMedia.us. Click on the show's link. Scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts: Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Dozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you
1: a god? Give me a hell yeah!
0: What? what? <laughs> <A-O-G>. <laughs> Saved by Stone Cold Steve Austin. Folks, yeah. while, while you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way, you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think, and tell your friends. Because why, Tony?
2: Sharing is
0: caring. It is caring, which is why we do this segment each and every day. We try to drop a little knowledge on you, hopefully make you laugh at the same time. It is time for this day in history.
1: the globe, for the stories that turned the world on its head, it's this day in history, with your top on the beat, Christian Phoenix.
0: Thanks, Siri. All right, let's kick things off this day in 1498. Vasco da Gama's fleet visits Mozambique Island. Just fun words to say Vasco da Gama and Mozambique. I encourage Whoa, you to give it a yes. try. <laughs> Moving on this day in 1629, English King Charles I dissolves Parliament against opposition, imprisoning nine members of Parliament. Apparently, if you were king, you could do that. Just You didn't like something? I'm
2: King Charles I, and if I don't like it, then doff <laughs> with your head, and then I will broom you with my cool beard and my cool music.
0: <laughs> and they certainly uh, liked chopping people's heads off back then. So. Yeah,
2: they did. Savages.
0: Yep. Let's keep moving on. This day in 1796, Napoleon Bonaparte is appointed commander-in-chief of the French army in Italy. Of course, we know how he celebrated. He went over to good old Farrell's and ordered a piggly-wiggly ice cream trough.
1: Excellent! <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: I love that sound soundbite.
2: Every time I hear that name, I know it's coming. Oh, yeah. You know, like, you're not going to throw me off by doing something like... <coughs> I'd, be, I'd be a little disappointed. No, no,
0: no. Same old, same old, but we enjoy it. Let's move on. This day in 1836, the Republic of Texas declares independence from Mexico in Colombia. It's hard to think of a time when Texas wasn't part of the U.S., but uh, for a, a long period of time, it wasn't. It wasn't until the uh, Mexican-American War, which obviously was a result of this.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That guy, he's an interesting-looking cat. He's got like big, thick uh, Magnum P.I. stash with some curly hair it'd be like if i let it get bushy and then try to slick it like it just looks looks goofy i
0: think i'm thinking you should Tone. i think that's what you should go for
2: i am going for the george childress <laughs> in honor of texas independence
0: all right let's move on this day in 1867 the jesse james gang robs a bank in savannah missouri killing one
2: hey jesse
1: Drop.
0: And uh, he does look a because lot... they dropped
2: the one yeah you
0: know? he does look a lot like uh, Jesse James you know former uh, Mr. Sandra Bullock and uh, you know, motorcycle American choppers ex- yeah uh, he wasn't American choppers he was uh, West Coast choppers
2: West Coast choppers gotcha
0: yep all right let's move on this day in 1882 Queen Victoria narrowly escapes assassination when Roderick McLean shoots at her while boarding a train in Windsor. Fatality <laughs> or near fatality.
1: <laughs> You'll never catch me! I'm the queen. Oh. I don't know if I'd. Mario. Ev-
0: <laughs> I don't know if I'd ever want to be in a position where I, I, every day I'd have to fear for an assassination attempt.
2: Yeah. I I was trying to shoot your little crown. I thought it was the target queen. I was trying to hit you, just your little crown. <laughs> I have my little
1: pew pew ready to go Let's move on This day in
0: 1903 Martha Washington Hotel catering to women only Opens in New York City Um, I'm guessing married couples Couldn't stay there but uh, good for Them for being a a trailblazer In a new uh, way of Doing business
2: It's going to be women only So you're gonna Have to go
0: Is that how they talk in New York City Tom
2: they do because she looks British. <laughs> she kind of does, or maybe she looks a little old lady. She's the first lady. Mar- okay, I screwed that up. It's the Sorry. first U.S. lady.
0: That's why we move on. For instance, she's
2: more like, "Hello, I'm more from Washington."
0: Still British tone. Still British. <laughs> yay! 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 Uh, this day in 1933, King Kong film directed by Marion C. Cooper and Ernest B. Shodsek. Starring Faye Ray, premieres at Radio City Music Hall and RKO Roxy in New York City. And of course, that was groundbreaking for the time with the stop-motion animation. And uh, we're getting ready to get a new King Kong movie uh, here pretty soon. Godzilla vs. Kong, which looks fantastic.
2: Looks pretty dang good, actually. Yeah, the old stop-motion, you know? And then who would have thought the girl would fall in love with the big monkey?
0: Yeah, yeah. Not sure how that would work out. Yeah. In the this bedroom. is
2: my guy. His name's King. He's kind of a Kong, and he's got a little dong, but he's King.
0: He's a monkey. <laughs> Even little for him would be way too big for yeah,
2: her. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Let's move on. This day in 1942, the 14th Academy Awards, where How Green Was My Valley, Gary Cooper, and Joan Fontaine were all big winners. I know you re- remember that fondly tone, right?
2: I do. It was one of my favorite movies. It was just because that valley was so green and I was just like, well, how green is it? And it was just green. Was it Kermit the Frog green? Was it Eminem green? Like what?
0: Yeah. And you and had to just... wait till the very end. And then, yeah. you know, they threw that yeah. twist at you and, you know, they were dead the whole time. And, it,
2: and... yeah, and it turned out it was blue. It wasn't even green.
0: <laughs> Weird. Crazy. Let's keep moving on this day, nineteen fifty-six. Lottie Miss Clotty single cover released by Elvis Presley.
2: Lottie Miss Clotty, hey hey, Lottie Miss Clotty, boo. <laughs> It's de boo de
0: It's even when they put the southern accent into the name itself. It's uh, interesting, yeah. You know,
2: Lottie Miss Clotty, that's right.
0: I assume it' ready
2: to shake it up
0: with you. Miss Cloudy. Meant to be like Lordy Miss Cloudy eh,
2: who knows. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know. Loudy, Miss Cloudy. I hope Volby does a song called that. Oh, I'm sure they're Miss
1: Cloudy. Let's move on this day. Nineteen
0: sixty two, President John F. Kennedy announces the US will resume above ground nuclear testing. Of course, Nevada is one of those major nuclear test Yucka. sites far south from here, but, uh, Yucca Valley, it makes you wonder what they were doing below ground and where they were yeah. doing that before.
2: Mm. That's crazy. Uh, we are going to do above ground nuclear testing. We will no longer do it below. Moving on to this day,
0: 1965, one of the most popular musical films of all time, the sound of music starring Julie Andrews and Christopher Plummer is released. And it was the Academy award best picture the following year in 1966.
2: Mm. I've never seen that movie. It was a double VHS tape, and it, I had no desire to sit through it. Did you have to watch it for film school?
0: No, no. Luckily, we didn't. Uh, and I had seen bits and pieces of it growing up. The musicals are really not my jam, so... Uh,
2: not mine either.
0: Yeah, yeah, luckily was able to skip that. <laughs> let's move on. This day in 1967, the ninth Grammy Awards. Strangers in the Night by Frank Sinatra wins Best Record, and Michelle
2: by The Beatles wins the Best Song. I'm going to sing a song about Michelle, but we're going to lose out to Frank. No, they didn't lose out. I used to remember Strangers in the Night Without the Robbers. (laughs) (laughs) For some reason, I used to remember that version of it. (laughs) Let's move
0: on. This day in 1977, Future The Tonight Show host Jay Leno debuts on with Johnny Carson. Boy, that was hard to say. Future The Tonight Ho- Show host, Jay Leno, debuts with host Johnny Carson. <sighs> it's not even he Wednesday. He huh? super young. Oh, totally. Because he didn't take over yeah, until did. what?
2: <laughs> you know what it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> late <laughs> earlies. Late. Boy, it's the end of the show and my brain is shut down.
2: Remember Jay Leno did a movie with uh, Mr. Miyagi? No yeah they did a movie together in the 80s really that sounds terrible <laughs> i never saw it but they did do a movie together he's in... actually you know i liked jay leno up until the conan o'brien debacle and then i thought he was just a douchebag after yeah. that yeah and i just but... lost interest in him like i didn't watch the, his second run as the tonight show host
0: a great host, terrible actor. He's in Last Man Standing with Tim Allen, and uh not the greatest.
2: <laughs>
0: well, let's move on this day in nineteen eighty-one. Discovery of Minor Planet Fifty Twenty, Asimov, named after sci-fi writer Isaac
2: Asimov. Do you dream
0: of electric sheep tone?
2: I dream I dream of fifty-twenty. <laughs>
0: All right, and then let's see. we got time for, I think, one more. Boy, lot of hockey stuff in here, but... Uh, a lot of
2: hockey. There is a lot of hockey stuff here. Here we today, go. Huh?
0: This day in 2004, Indianapolis Colts signed quarterback Peyton Manning to a seven-year, $98 million deal with a $34.5 million signing bonus, largest package to date in NFL history. It's it was as big as
2: the forehead. Yeah. <laughs> Except. big big deal. Um, in all seriousness, though, like uh, he would play out that contract pretty much because it was in his last year that uh, they let him go. Well, because he was injured, so it like kind of went over that next year. And that's when they cut him, and then he came to us. So Exactly.
0: Well, folks, we are getting down into our last 30 seconds. Not even enough time to play the little uh, intro, but uh, holidays. It is International Rescue Cat Day, National Banana Cream Pie Day, National Holiday. Sportsmanship Day, Old Stuff Day, Peace Corps Day, World Teen Mental Wellness Day, Read Across America Day. Whew, that was a lot to say, but a uh lot. folks we will be back tomorrow with a brand new episode and uh we will see you on a Wednesday. Have a good day. See you Wednesday.
2: Everybody. Nerdy Obsession download the radio app. See ya